Laughs is a pretty good name for a place that is currently giving relief from days spent in quarantine through the form of comedy. Since their reopening in February, the U District Club has provided a place for comedians and stand-up showgoers of every experience level to gain perspective and find amusement amongst the pandemic. Their Thursday night shows center around showcasing both up-and-coming and professional comedians. This week's performances brought a full crowd and plenty of roar to the area. After a year-long hiatus, the Seattle Comedy Club reopened their doors at the start of February. While many venues still grapple with the state of life performance, the 50 limited audience capacity seats within laughs have steadily begun filling again. While most jokes weren't about COVID-19, the toll of the pandemic has impacted our ways of life to the point it even plays into how we experience live performances and events. As one of the millions of Americans who has drained the list of comedians Netflix recommended to me and scrolled through more YouTube stand-up in the last 400 days than I may like to admit, why not try the real thing? As I enter Laugh Comedy Club, I'm greeted with a welcoming crew. We then get tested for our temperature and are led into the theater. A calming ambience filled the room. Low lights and dim candles lit up the theater. Posters of many comedians line the walls and a bright stage with an empty microphone and a stool stands up top. As the show begins, the lights turn off, the music gets louder, and the conversations increase. Keep clapping, Keith. <laughs> How you guys doing tonight? Thanks so much for coming to Last Comedy Club. You guys excited to watch our showcase night tonight? Great. As the show starts, we are encouraged by the host to purchase drinks, tip the servers, and help the crew out during these tough times. Before we get started, a couple uh, announcements. Please put your cell phones away. Uh, it can be distracting for the comics. Also try to keep table talk to a minimum. If you need to use the restroom, it's straight back to the guys and back and to the left for the ladies. There's a smoking section outside as well. Um, most of our staff has not been working throughout the pandemic. So if you guys can, order some food tonight, order some drinks, tip well, subscribe to their OnlyFans. Um, yeah. They're going to be taking care of you, so please take care of them tonight. That being said, you guys ready for a great show? As the night goes on, several comics get on stage and do their best to get some laughs from the audience. Some easier than others. Everybody's smoking weed, though, now. Everybody's selling weed. Like, I can't wait till Costco starts selling weed. <laughs> that Kirkland signature Kush. <laughs> I just retired 20 years, United States military. Oh. Did Chad do that? <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> he doesn't even remember 9-11, does he? Oh. COVID comes from bats. How do you play baseball? Three percent of those who attend a baseball game will get COVID. Three percent. That's just a ballpark figure. <laughs> 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 
As the comics go up and down the stage to share their jokes, the audience remains respectful and stays six feet away. Many individuals are fixed on the acts and others are distracted on their phone. Small conversations spark here and there in between jokes and a lot of laughs fill the theater. As the show concludes, everyone is welcome to leave whenever they want and hang out. Laughs Comedy Club has been a new and unique experience for many college students. We were able to talk to a few individuals that were there and see what they thought of the show. What do you guys think of the show? So this is the first time I've been to a comedy show and I thought it was really awesome. The scene is really cool. Obviously from COVID, when we were in there, they were telling us or encouraging us to buy drinks and food and stuff because they haven't been able to do their stuff due to COVID. It's been tough for them, but overall it was an awesome experience and super fun. I really enjoyed the show. I like how they had a lot of different people come up. My favorite, I would have to say, was the preschool teacher. He was great. <laughs> I thought it was a great experience. I've never been to one of these things before. And the food and the drinks were very good. And the, the acts and the performances were really good, too. Being a freshman at UW, I haven't been able to experience much due to the pandemic. But tonight, I was invited out to go out with some friends to the comedy club. And I just found it really enjoyable. And it was super fun. After the show, I had the chance to interview one of the night's performing comedians, Ozzy or Oscar Munez. While he's not from Seattle, he offered a lot of great insight into the difference between Seattle's comedy scene and other areas. Can you spell your full name for the record? Sure, it's O-S-C-A-R-M-U-N-I-Z. Oscar Munez. Where are you from and why, why are you in Seattle then? You're not from here. I am from El Paso, Texas. I work as a senior director at a comedy club, The Roma Room, in Austin, Texas. And I'm here in Seattle just visiting, hanging out, doing cool shit. I mean, fucking doing comedy, oh, trying yeah. to crack some jokes and, you know, do some, do some cool stuff. Do you tour around, or are you like in Seattle for a little bit, no, or what's I'm, your plan? I'm, I've only been here for a week. Uh, I think I'm gonna swing back down south, go visit my buddies in Vegas, and then after that, I'll probably just go back to Austin, do, do my productions there. How Austin. is the comedy scene different in Texas than it is in Seattle? That's an interesting well, question. Well, I think a huge difference is places aren't afraid to be open, so that's a huge thing. I mean, like, even, even masks, even, like, people aren't, people don't give a fuck about masks in Texas right now, in all of Texas, so it's, uh, it's weird, like, uh, I feel like Seattle right now is kind of how Texas was in November of last year and we're just kind of all past it over it like ah, all right whatever here we go how do you think that that um changes things in terms of like what you what your um what your jokes you're cracking and stuff like that like a texas if the texas vibe is different than the seattle vibe how do you like change that as you travel through the cities so i don't know if people are I don't know if this is general knowledge here, but the comedy club here at Labs makes you sign, uh, they make you sign a little, uh, I guess, agreement saying that you can't say offensive things, which is kind of 
awkward because it's like, what do we deem offensive? Like, other people deem different things offensive. So, it's a weird gray area, but I felt like I did pretty well tonight. So, I don't know. Were you as performers? It's kind of awkward, but at the same time, like, if you're funny, you're funny. Like, you can put any rule, and any comedian worth their weight in salt is going to fucking perform. And so, that's... I felt like that's kind of what I did. This guy does not have his headlights on at all. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, tonight was fun. I had a great time. And uh, I saw a lot of great comics as well. I mean, because I am a producer, so I want to, you know, network, meet people, hang out. What do you plan on doing while you're in town? Do you plan on doing anything fun? Uh, I think we're doing, I think we're going to another show. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. We can go to another show if you're with you seem like a kind of adventurous gal. I'm an adventurous person, I am. Wait, where are you guys going to? What club are you going to? I think it's the pub or something. I don't know. I gotta call, call this guy right now. I'll figure it out. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Damn, that's super fun. You and a bunch of comedians or something like that? It's me and my friend. My friend and I, uh, Aaron, he's a comedian. So I had booked him and his buddies uh, at the Romo Room in Austin a couple of weeks ago. And they were like, oh, whenever you're in our neck of the woods, come hang out with us. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there next week. <laughs> so here I am. So you started doing comedy in Austin. I started doing comedy in El Paso. Oh, in El Paso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was there I keep two- forgetting you're from El Paso. So you started, going, you started doing comedy yeah. in El Paso. I was Paso. there for two years. And then I've been in Austin since 2018. So I've done about three years there. And then in December, it'll be four years. So it's going to be fun. Like, uh, I'm doing a lot more traveling, trying to just spread my wings. You know, I'm a peacock. you got to let me fly. Right. Oh, that's a good quote. I, that's a good movie. <laughs> it gets oh, you know funnier. Yeah, it gets funnier every time you watch it, the other guys. Yes, dude. It's a funny movie. Oh, my God. That's, I when I they like jump you. off the... That's so funny. You don't yeah. see that coming. That's my kind of humor. No, yeah, aim for the bushes. Let's go. What was I? Th- I was thinking of asking you something. Oh, okay. You said you're a producer. Yeah. Producer of what? We produce uh, comedy shows, comedy events at the club. We're always doing cool stuff. Uh, we How do you think a- it's changed because of COVID? How have you had to like adjust your focus, or like what? Do- what have you been thinking about in terms of that? With, like, planning shows. Well, at the beginning of COVID, I mean, what I started doing was focusing on private events. So, people that just wanted comedy at their house. Like, I mean, I recall a time I got paid $500 to just show up to some guy's house, him and his 10 friends, and I just talked shit to them for about a half hour. I didn't even do... Like, I probably did a little bit of material... I probably did a little bit of material, but, I mean, overall, I was just shooting shit with them, and, like, yeah, it was weird as fuck, but it was fun. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm digging it. I love comedy. I've been at it for five years now, just trying to trying to make my way. What made you go into comedy? Like, what... what... Not what you, not what opened you up to comedy, but what made you choose to actually pursue comedy and why? To be honest, I don't, 
I don't really know. Like, it kind of just, like, fell in my lap. Like, I was, like, 24. I was working at a call center. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was kind of, like... I went to a bar with my friend, and I, we just saw an open mic in El Paso. And I remember walking up to the open mic host and being like, Hey, uh... It's like, is there an application? Like, how do I... How do we do this? And he was like, No, dude, just show up to the next one at this spot. And we'll get you on. And I was like, all right, cool. And then <laughs> the following night, I did a show. I did a little open mic, maybe three minutes. And I just fell in love with it. It was great. Do you feel, like, natural on stage? Or was it something that you had to, like, No, honestly, I'm a, I'm a theater geek. So, you know, I did the UIL one-act plays. I did the fucking theater productions. I did so you're a little natural. bit of... Sort of, I guess. Like, I'm not... It's not necessarily a natural as much as uh, I'm not unfamiliar with the stage. Sure. And then, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's been an adventure. I mean, I'm 29 now. And so, a good half decade into doing stand-up has been fucking radical. Do you think... I have two more questions. Do you think that comedy has changed in the in those five years? How do you think comedy has changed? The scene Comedy has changed a lot. I feel like comedy... Like, before... I would say even maybe five years ago, we were on the cusp of, you know, political correctness and all that. So it was still kind of brand new. And then now, uh, you know, we're a half decade in. And I mean, last time, political correctness waved in and lasted about five, six years. So, like... And then especially with the pandemic, like, everybody's just trying to laugh. I feel I don't feel like there's anybody at a going to a comedy show looking to be offended like there was before. And uh, I feel like people just want to genuinely laugh. Like, yeah, you can say some shit and teeter-totter on, you know, taboo things. But that's what comedy fucking is, you know? And so you have to just roll with the punches. And... Okay, I mean, trying, like, being good at stand-up's hard because you don't know you cross a line until you've crossed it, you know what I mean? So, like, there's no, like, take-backs, there's no real, there's no real, like, resets. Like, you, you say it, it's fucked up, and people think it's fucked up, and you're fucked, and that's it. Like, but, but we try to teeter on it, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a balancing game. It's like, yeah, it's totally a balancing game. What would you um, advise or suggest to people that maybe haven't been to a comedy show before, but are, like, interested in the scene and, like, might want to try out going to a show sometime? People joke, like, comedians joke all the time about new audiences. Sure. No, yeah, I feel like if you want to come out to a comedy show, it's just a matter of doing it. Just get out there and do it. Attend the show, hang out. Like, you probably have a friend that does it and they're ashamed to tell you. Just reach out a little bit and just ask people. And it's mostly about community. Like, that's really all stand-up is. And when you have a scene that can understand that it is everybody's... We're all on the same boat. Like, you know, there's no need for that uh, crabs-in-a-barrel mentality where people are trying to drag each other down because they're doing something cool. Like, fucking... Yeah, guys, y'all be good. Uh, like, do cool shit. And fucking cool people are going to be attracted to it. I mean, that's really all it is.
The Comedy Club is located off 52nd and Roosevelt Way in the University District. If you're ever in the area and looking for a laugh, stop by for some COVID-safe entertainment. This exclusive feature story is brought to you by Laughs for Dubs.